episode number 146 of the Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast, where you'll learn how to get unstuck, get clear, and live your life deliberately. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're signing up to listen to, I'm the creator of the Unstuck Method and the Clear Way, two groundbreaking self-help tools that promote your emotional health and well-being. I'm the author of the book, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and I'm currently writing my second book, Getting Clear. I teach all about these tools in my workshops, retreats, and coaching programs. I'm married to a wonderful husband named Boaz. I'm the mother of four children. I'm an avid yogini, and I'm passionate about composing music. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for tuning in today. So I have to let you know, I just got clear. I really felt like I had to get clear before beginning this episode, and the reason I wanted to get clear is because of the name of this episode, On the Lower Brain. Now, if you've been a longtime listener to this podcast, you will know that I have never had an episode on the brain nor have my episodes been very teachy in style. They're more narrative of me sharing my stuck stories. But if you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that this podcast is taking a slight change in direction. And rather than just sharing with you my stuck stories, I'm going to be taking you on a journey of also getting clear and living deliberately, which to me means I have to talk about the brain because I believe that understanding how your brain works can really help you learn how to manage it. And if you can manage your brain, you will be able to feel better, you'll be able to improve your relationships, you'll be able to manifest your desires, and you'll be able to live the life that you want to live. And yet, the title of this episode, On the Lower Brain, doesn't really sound very exciting. And I had this feeling that if you were to look at the title, you might not even click on it to listen because maybe you'd assume that it would be boring. But I became aware of that thought and I changed my thinking to, well, that may happen, but you don't really know. And while I hope that all of my listeners would absolutely listen to this episode because I think it's really important, and of course the following episode on the upper brain, I totally accepted in advance that that might not happen, and that's really okay. And so when I got clear, I took responsibility for being efficient and as interesting as possible. So here we go. Now, the reason I want to take two episodes to talk about our brains is, as I mentioned, if you understand how your brain works and why you do the things you do, and why you keep old habits, and why it's hard to create new ones, you'll probably find, like I have, that I can be in more control of my life. And another reason I want to dedicate this episode and the next one on the brain is because I'm assuming that most of you didn't study psychology like I did. And so I can't assume that you learned about the brain and about human behavior and conditioning and all of that. It just hit me that I can't assume that you know what I know. And so 
I decided to dedicate two episodes to teach to the best of my knowledge and how I understand it, how our brains work so that we can live deliberately. Okay, so for those of you who may not know, what we understand in the year 2020 is that our brains are comprised of two parts, what are sometimes called the lower brain and the upper brain. They are connected, of course. In fact, the upper brain is literally on top of the lower brain, but both of them together is called the brain. And we need both of them to live deliberately. Now, you may be like, of course we need our whole brains to live, but that's not what I said. What I said is that we need both parts of the brain to live deliberately. And if you stay with me on this episode and the next, you'll understand more about what I mean. Now, I'm not going to name all of the parts of the brain. What I'm aiming to do is to keep this podcast episode simple, not because I don't think you'll be able to understand it, but because we really don't need to complicate things. Plus, I'm not a neurosurgeon, and my knowledge of the brain, aside from studying many hours of it in college, is pretty basic. And the human brain is the most complex system on earth, and I will not presume to be an expert. So I will aim to keep this simple and illustrate to you how the brain relates to getting stuck, and of course getting unstuck, and getting clear and living deliberately. So the lower brain is located on the bottom part of the brain, hence the name the lower brain, starting with the spinal cord. Evolution-wise, it's considered the oldest part of the brain. The upper brain, it's also known as the forebrain, which I'm going to talk about next week, is located above the lower brain. And these two different parts of the brain have two completely different functions. I mean, really, really distinct differences. In a nutshell, the lower brain is responsible for unconscious living. The lower brain regulates our blood pressure, our breathing. It's involved with sensory information and sleep and motor function. It controls hormone secretions that govern sexual reproduction and eating and drinking and physical growth and our biological clock. So as the oldest structure of the brain, the lower brain is basically geared towards basic bodily processes and survival. It's like when a tiger comes at you and you run for your life, right? Or in more realistic terms, it's when your boss yells at you and you go running into the bathroom to cry. Or it's when your spouse doesn't acknowledge you and you put up a fight. Or it's when you're feeling really stressed in life and you numb your feelings with food or drinking or smoking or social media or whatever it is that you personally do so that you don't have to feel difficult feelings. That's the lower brain in action. Its job is to seek out pleasure and avoid pain. That's pretty much what the lower brain is doing. It exists to protect you. Thank God we all have a lower brain. If we did not have a lower brain, we would not be able to live. We need the lower brain to survive. Our lower brain works very, very efficiently. It does not need to think much at all. 
It reacts very quickly to any stimulus or any trigger in a way to protect us. Remember, the older brain is kind of like an older brother. It's going to do what it needs to keep you safe. Here are some other examples. Let's say you plan to go on Facebook for three minutes, but in the end you realized you stayed on for an hour. Or you're trying to lose weight, but you keep eating more than your body needs. Or if you're checking your cell phone every other minute of the day. Or any other thing that brings you pleasure, but you find hard to do in moderation, that's your lower brain at work. That's part of the lower brain's job, right? To seek out pleasure. And if it finds it, it's going to seek out more and more because there are chemical reactions happening inside the lower brain when you seek and find pleasure. When that happens or when it's avoiding pain, it's not doing anything wrong. In fact, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. That's the job of the lower brain. And in many ways, we need to be really grateful for this lower brain. Again, because if we didn't have it, we wouldn't be able to function. The lower brain is responsible for all of the things in our life that have become second nature to us. For example, maybe a year or so after all of us were born and we were starting to learn how to walk, we really needed to focus on that task, right? Like how to balance, how to shift your balance, how to lift one foot and balance on the other foot, how to place that foot down without losing your balance, right? It took many, many trials. And of course, I'm sure you fell down many times just like I did. But now as adults, we don't need to think about that at all. And that's thanks to the lower brain who stores all of that old learning, which is wonderful because it keeps things really efficient. I mean, can you imagine having to put all of that energy into thinking about how to walk every single day? So everything that's second nature to you, how you walk, how you eat, how you drive, how you speak, how you show up in the world, those are pretty obvious ones. All of that is stored in the lower brain. But even less obvious things that are also stored in the lower brain are old thoughts. And by old thoughts, I mean thoughts that you've thought of so many times that they've become hard-held beliefs for you. Whether they are true, with a capital T or not, it doesn't matter. And all of these thoughts, which I call old thoughts, you created, whether you are aware of that happening or not, and the way that you created them are in one of two ways. Either you heard the thoughts and then you learned the thoughts from somebody else and you internalized them, whether knowing or not knowing, or you created your own thought about something and you thought it enough times that it became second nature to you. So what kind of thoughts could you have picked up or you heard as a child or maybe even as a teenager from society or from your home or from a teacher or from school, right? It could be anything related to morality or culture or different kinds of people or anything that you might have learned as a child. All of those thoughts that you believe firmly are stored in the lower brain. 
you don't have to think about those thoughts. And I call them thought habits. And by the way, the purpose of explaining this is not to blame anyone. Please understand this. Blaming somebody else or blaming others never gets you ahead in life, ever. Blaming others only forces you to give up your own power. And I'll talk about this on a future episode. But my purpose here is just for you to take a moment and think about the beliefs that you now have as an adult that you may have picked up as a child. It is these beliefs that get us stuck. Remember, we get stuck when we hold on to a belief that is not 100% true, even though our lower mind, who is doing its job to defend itself, is trying to convince you that it is true. Okay, let me give you a brief example. I picked up the belief somewhere along the way that chiropractors are people who can't get into medical school. Okay? I don't know where I picked that up from, but I heard it at some point in my early life, and that is a belief that got planted into my lower brain. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that I got pretty hurt when I mindlessly opened the laundry machine door a couple of weeks ago. Long story short, I was laying in pain for three days on the living room floor with electric shocks going through my body because my spine was all out of alignment. And my husband kept telling me that I needed help, but my lower brain kept telling me that chiropractors are people who couldn't get into medical school. Honestly, this is what I noticed my brain was telling me, even though logically, It seemed that a chiropractor was the exact person who I should have been seeking out for help, but my lower brain was being really efficient. It didn't have to think much at all. It didn't have to do any work. It already knew the answer, right? I had a thought habit, and I picked that up a long time ago, right? The answer was, you are not going to a chiropractor, And that's because I was listening to the older brother in my mind, because that's what we listen to first. That older brother is loud. So that's an example of learning something along the way from someone else. But don't forget, you can also create your own thoughts. And if you think them enough times, they will also head over to the lower brain so that when you need to protect yourself, that thought will already be there. Here's another example. I am never going to be a good guitar player. I know that's a silly example, but it's true. I think that. And you know why I think that? Because my past has proven it to me, right? I've tried to become better, but I'm really not good at it. And I don't have the time and I don't have the energy to become better. And so I know I'm never going to be a good guitar player. And so that's what my lower brain is telling me. Now, how does that manifest in my life? Well, I don't really pick up the guitar very much. And I haven't found a guitar teacher. And I'm not good enough to play in any real public environment. Now, I don't blame my brain. It's doing its job. It's protecting me and it's helping me avoid pain. Because becoming a better guitar player means I'm going to have to practice a lot. And it means I'm going to mess up a lot. 
and it means I'm going to have to rearrange my schedule to include practice in my already overbusy schedule. And it probably means that I'm going to have to play in front of other people and I might get shy or embarrassed, right? All of that is really uncomfortable. And my lower brain does not want to feel uncomfortable at all. It wants to feel good. And so it goes to the path of least resistance, which is a thought that it already knows pretty well, which is that I'm not a good guitar player and there's no reason to do any work. And that's pretty much what my guitar playing pretty much looks like right now. The reality of my life is always a reflection of my thoughts. Always. What I'm thinking about myself is who I become. What I think of other people That's who they become in my eyes. It's a very simple equation, actually. What you think is what your reality becomes. So this is the lower brain. It's the most primitive part of our brain, and its purpose is survival. We need our lower brains to survive. But if we only live on the lower brain, we would never move ourselves forward or evolve into the people that we want to become. Now, last week's episode was on awareness, and I mentioned that awareness is the basis for everything. And what I mean by that is that we must become aware of what is going on in our lower brain if we want to create the lives that we want to live. We need to become aware of what's going on unconsciously in the lower brain if we want to change. It's really as simple as that. If you are looking to make any changes in your life, If you want to become happier, if you want to lose weight, if you want to have a better marriage, if you want to become more successful, you must start recognizing what are the thoughts that are keeping you exactly where you are in this moment, because that's where everything starts. It is our thoughts that keep us stuck and nothing else. It is not people or the weather or anything else that's going on outside of us that get us stuck. It's always, always how you are thinking about something. And the lower brain is going to make those decisions for you. It does it all the time already. And some of the time, it's really great because it protects you. But many of the time, it's actually really not. It's letting you off the hook. It's keeping you from moving forward. It's preventing you from reaching your goals. It's telling you that there's no value in trying to change because it's only going to be difficult. But if you want to live deliberately, you must first start to recognize what your mind is telling you. And this, by the way, happens over time. At the end of this episode, you can certainly sit for a few moments and think about all of your old thoughts, things that you believe about yourself, things that you believe about your parents or your siblings or your neighbor or your community, or your religion, or the world. You can absolutely do this. But the real power of doing this work is when you commit to create a specific change, and then you come face to face with recognizing the thoughts that are holding you back from attaining it. And that's something that you do over time, not just by taking a few moments for reflection. And this is the work that I'm doing with people on the Living Deliberately journey. Each of us is recognizing what we want to create in our lives. We're practicing to get unstuck and we're practicing to get clear so that we can live deliberately and create the lives that we want to live. 
but it's a process. It's a process of becoming. It's not something that happens overnight. And I'll be talking a lot more about this process and living deliberately and everything that goes along with this in future episodes. So just to take a moment to summarize, we have two parts of the brain. The lower brain exists to protect you. It wants to be in control and it will stay in control unless you become aware of it and take actions that will create the change that you want. The lower brain does not want to use any more energy than it needs to. It's not only like an older brother, it's like a lazy older brother. It just wants to sit on the couch and think the same thoughts that it already thought yesterday. Any transformation that you are looking to make in your life will only come when you become aware of your lower brain. And then when you reprogram that lower brain using the upper brain, which I'm going to share with you about next week. I realize this episode may be a lot for you and that this episode was a bit unusual for this podcast. So if the content that I shared with you here didn't register completely, I really encourage you to listen to it again. Listen to it until you understand it. And if you have any questions, you can ask me in the Living Deliberately Facebook group. And then definitely tune in for next week's episode for part two on the upper brain. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck, getting clear, and living deliberately with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. For more information on my workshops, programs, and retreats, please visit me on my website at shiragura.com. See you next week.